0: is real. There's power in your name. We find hope when we trust in your ways. We need Jesus is real.
1: Guess what? The family of faith. People drawn together in Jesus from every nation tribe, tongue, every demographic across the world. Guess what? It's a big, fat, crazy family in Jesus. Do you realize that the body of Christ is the most diverse
0: organization or organism or family in the world? Picture this scene. You've just entered into heaven and there's a party going on. All the people are celebrating Jesus and you're invited to join in. Pastor Daniel is going to show us the diverse, beautiful, incredible family of God today. When you picture that party, remember that there will be people of every tribe, every color, every nationality there. Their celebration is going to look different than yours, and the result is the richest of families. Now here's Pastor Daniel as he begins his message, Jesus is faithful, we respond.
1: Everybody has a family, and all of our families are unique, aren't they? I think about a movie that came out a decent time ago called My Big Fat Greek Wedding. You guys laughed, so you guys saw that movie, right? I mean, and if you haven't, I'll just tell a little bit of the story. I won't spoil it, but there's a, a guy, and he comes from a, much, a very reserved family, and he falls in love with a gal who's got a big, fat Greek family and not fat in, in width, but fat in, there's a lot of them. And it's interesting as you watch the way families interact with one another. And for this guy who comes from a very quiet, reserved family, when he steps into this huge, enormous, suffocating family, it's jarring for him. And you're watching the melding of the two families. I'll never forget, um, you know, my wife and I, I'm all Italian from the Northeast and I have one of those Really big Italian families, and they are wild. I mean, it's just you know, you come to a, a family function in the Fusco or any of the tentacles off the Fusco family, whether it's the Capodones or the Gallos or the Benedetti's. You, you name them all. You put everyone together, and it is just mayhem. And I remember my my brother-in-law Jim, who's been uh, married into our family for now. Oh my goodness, probably about. Uh, 15 years and him and my sister were high school sweethearts and I remember for the first about five years he'd visit with my family Jim wouldn't even open his mouth he was just terrified (laughs) like deer in headlights terrified because it'd be it's it's mayhem but you know what we all come from a family and what's important for us to remember is that Jesus has made us a family He's made us a family. And because Jesus made us a family, we wanted to make sure that we put that in our our vision statement as a church. You guys know we're, we're, we're doing this because Jesus is Real, we respond series, which is going through our new mission and vision. Our mission is that we're simply responding to Jesus. That's our mission. And we spent two weeks looking at the first phrase of our vision, because Jesus is real. Because Jesus is real, we respond to him by what? We are a family of faith, fully engaged, transforming our community and our world. So for two weeks, we looked at because Jesus is real. And now, today, we're going to look at because Jesus is real, we are a family of faith. Now, just the way when you think of my big, fat Greek wedding and you think, wow, that's a crazy family, guess what? The family of faith, people drawn together in Jesus from every nation, tribe, tongue, every demographic across the world, guess what? It's a big, fat, crazy family in Jesus. Do you realize that the body of Christ is the most diverse organization or organism or family in the world, today on Sunday, no matter what time zone you're in, there are people worshiping. Some like us here in a in a beautiful sanctuary, climate-controlled, other people in, in, in the fields, in, in the rain. When we were in Africa and Kenya, we were talking to a brother named James, very cool guy, and, and James said, Pastor Daniel, I was praying in the field and it was 110 degrees, and then all of a sudden, Lightning. And and thunderstorms came and it was raining down and we were, I was praising the Lord and there was my family was with me and a couple other people and we were praising God. We were having church in a rainstorm. The body of Christ, the family of God. And I think it's important for us to remember that in a very individualistic culture like 21st century America, Jesus did not only die and was risen from the dead just to redeem us as individuals, to buy us back as individuals. He didn't only come to order our own private interiority in a way that is right, but Jesus delivered us from our sin and he ushered us into a family. It's so common for us to think individualistically about our faith. I am saved, which we are, but in our salvation, in God bringing us out of our our sin he also brings us into a family cuz god values community he values community and the reason we're a family is because jesus is faithful it makes me think of 2 timothy chapter 2 verse 13 it says if we are faithless he remains faithful he cannot deny himself even if we are faithless Jesus is still faithful. He can't deny himself. And that's why we use the phrase, because Jesus is real, we're a family of faith. Our faith is in Jesus because Jesus is faithful. What Jesus says, he'll do. What he's promised, he will accomplish. And I love that about Jesus because oftentimes we're willing to give up on people and circumstances a lot quicker than Jesus is. And I look at my own life and I say to myself, thank you, God, for your faithfulness. Because I would have written me off a long time ago. I would have been like, enough with this guy. This guy's a calamity. But Jesus is faithful when he draws us to himself. When he calls us, he sticks with us. He sticks with us. Now, when we talk about the idea that we are a family of faith, I realize that for each and every one of us, we all have to jump over the hurdle of our physical families, our families of origin. The reason we have to jump over hurdles is because the way that we are nurtured, socialized in this world has an effect on the way we view God and the way we view our family of faith, the church. Most of us, if you look at your relationship with God, the Bible, we call God our Father. And most of us, in the beginning, relate with God the Father the way we relate with our physical fathers. So like if your physical father, your your father who nurtured you as a a human being, if he was aloof, then most of us think that God is aloof. If your father was manipulative, you have a tendency to think that that God is manipulative. If you feel like you can never satisfy your physical dad, most of us struggle to feel like God is happy with us. See, because the Bible, as we look at God, and as we look at the church, we're always trying to jump over what our physical family was and wasn't, what our family of origin was or wasn't. And so for each one of us, when I say we're a family of faith, I realize that that phrase is fraught with baggage for all of us. The best family in here, the best nurturing experience we had as children is still wildly dysfunctional. And I don't say that in a way as a pejorative thing. It's just we're all, we've all been raised by sinners. Every single parent has failed in a myriad of ways. We try our best, but yet we still fail. I, and if you don't believe that, you can come spend a day at my house. Case study, and you know, my kids, they, they, I get frustrated, and I'm like, oh, and then I have to apologize for being frustrated, you know? And, and, and so, no matter how hard we try, we all fail. But listen, just because maybe some of us or all of us had dysfunctional upbringings in some ways, we shouldn't view the church based on the dysfunction of our physical families because we do not let experience drive our theology, we let the Bible drive our theology And God wants to teach All of us a more excellent way A more excellent way And from cover to cover From Genesis to Revelation The Bible talks about The people of God as a family God is called fathers We're called brethren The household of God The children of God I mean it's fraught With familial language And so us here at Crossroads as a local expression of the greater church of Jesus Christ. Guess what? We're family. So this is what I want you to do. I mean, you look at the person next to you. If it's a guy when you to say, hey, brother. If it's a sister, say, hey, sister. Go ahead, do it. That's right. And because we're a family, look at the person on the other side. You might even have to shout across the aisle, say, hey brother. Hey sister. And you know what the beauty is? Eat, no matter how old or young you are, we're all brothers and sisters. We are. We're a family of faith because Jesus is faithful. We are a family. So we're going to spend some time going through some different passages in the Bible. So it gives you a chance to flip through your Bible. It's a good thing. I'll help you find where things are. So we hope you brought your Bible with you. It's God's Word It's a good thing to carry with you at all times So open up your Bible to John chapter 1 John chapter 1, I'm going to read verses 9 to 13 The gospel of John chapter 1 Picking up in verse 9 says That was the true life Which gives light to every man coming into the world He was in the world And the world was made through him And the world did not know him He came to his own and his own did not receive him. But as many as received him, to them he gave the right to become children of God, to those who believe in his name, who were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. These verses teach us that our family is here because and for Jesus. Because and for Jesus. Our family is here because and for Jesus. That's why we're called a family of faith. We are a family of and because and for Jesus. Look what it says here. Jesus was the true life, which gives light to every man coming into the world, which means Jesus is the sun. The S-O-N, yes, but also the S-U-N. The sun generates light. And Christians are meant to reflect the light of God, the light of Jesus. Jesus is the light generator. Humanity is meant to be the light reflector. And it's that way all through the New Testament and in the book of Genesis. He is the true light and he gives light. So you know that the song kids sing, this little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. Now we sing it today and we divorce it from its biblical context. And really what we're telling kids is be light, reflect your light, shine your light. But when it was written, it meant to be, we are called to reflect the light of Jesus. He's the light of the world. And the problem is, is that our attempts at self-generating light, humans were only ever a reflection of something. Not one of us self-generates light. We all reflect something. So God's design is that we reflect the light of Jesus. He's the true light. Notice it says, he was in the world in verse 10, and the world was made through him, and the world did not know him. So the creator of the world came into the world and the world didn't even realize that he was here. And not only that, it says, he came to his own, but his own did not receive him. So Jesus came to his own and they rejected him. But notice verse 12, but. See, I love that word in the Bible. I, you know, you guys know I'm a, I'm a word person. I love words. When I see he came to his own, his own did not receive him, you're like, uh-oh, problem, But. Now we have a contrast. Now we're taking it in another direction. But as many as received him, to them he gave the right or the authority to become children of God, to those who believe in his name. That's why I said that if we're a family because and for Jesus, for as many as received him, no matter who you are or where you're from, If you receive Jesus today Then he gives you the right Or that word can also be translated The authority The authority To become Part of God's family When was the last time You really thought about what that meant For as many as received him To them he gave the right To become Children of God for each one of us, there are things that we have been involved in, that have been imposed upon us, that we feel, that will hold me back from being part of God's family. Maybe it's sexual morality issues or a, a past. Maybe it's abortion. Maybe it's drug use. Maybe because of the way you were treated growing up, you feel unworthy to be part of the family of God. It says, for as many as received him, he gave the right. Brothers and sisters, the gospel teaches it's not about you. It's not about me. It's not about what I've done. It's about what he's done. It's not about my lack of worth. It's about his infinite worth. And no matter who you are, And what you are or where you've been If you simply receive Jesus today You simply say, look, I'm going to come to Jesus today Then he gives you the right to be a child of God Why? Because the finished work of Jesus is about God adopting you and I as his own He chose us to be in his family And that's what verse 13 is all about Look at this who were born not of blood, so it's not based on ethnicity, nor of the will of the flesh, not because someone's like, hey, I'm going to get my way in here, and I'm going to work real hard to get in, nor of the will of man. What that means is that no pastor or priest or spiritual leader can get you in, but of who? God. Oh, I love this. So if you're here today, and you struggle with the reality that, wow, you know, how can I be a child of God? I mess up so much. I do all these things wrong. Listen, listen, God chose you. He looked down from heaven and saw you with all of your garbage and says, I want that one. It's kind of like, you ever go, you ever go to, the, to the pet store or to the, or to the pound and you see some dog and that dog is just like chasing after his tail and being all silly. And, and, and you may walk in and see that dog and be like, I am never letting that mangy dog in my house. And all of a sudden, someone else walks in and says, oh, I love that dog. We may feel like each other's a little mangy at times. But when God saw you and God saw me with all of our differences and struggles and all this stuff, God said, I want that one. I want that guy. I want that girl. They're mine. I'm going to adopt them. I'm going to choose them to be mine. And no matter how your physical parents treated you, That's a game changer right there. That God knew everything about you and still chose you. That blows my mind because I know where I've been. And the fact that God would choose me is so crazy. I'm like, God, you are nuts. That's how I I pray. I praise God. I'm like, Lord, you are loco, man. What are you thinking? But God's ways are higher than our ways. See, we're a family. We are a family. And we're a family is here because and for Jesus. That's why we're a family of faith. We're not just an ethnically derived family. We're not a family that we're all here together because we like the Seahawks and the Mariners. We're not all here because we like the Timbers together. We're here because of Jesus and for Jesus. Because as many as received him and believe in him, he gave the right to become children of God. Now next we're going to learn that our family is gloriously diverse. Our family is gloriously diverse. And we're going to see this in 1 Corinthians chapter 12. 1 Corinthians chapter 12. And we're going to look at verses 12 to 27. We're going to see here that Our family is gloriously diverse. Now, I'm going to read a little bit of this. And a lot of this discussion about the diversity of the family, we're going to look at next week when we look at that we are a family of faith, fully engaged. So I'm just going to, I want to touch on it because I couldn't leave it out of this message. But we're going to give it a a more extensive treatment next week when we look at that as a family, all of us are meant to be all in, all of us fully engaged. Although we're all in, but we are all in in all different ways. That's what it means to be a family who is fully engaged. We're all, all of us corporately are all in, but we're all in in unique ways because God has called us to do a whole lot of different things. Look at what it says in verse 12 of 1 Corinthians chapter 12. For as the body is one and has many members, but all the members of that one body being many are one body, so also is Christ. For by one spirit, we are all baptized into one body whether Jews or Greeks, whether slaves or free, and have all been made to drink into one spirit. For in fact, the body is not one member, but many. If the foot should say, because I am not a hand, I am not of the body, is it therefore not of the body? If the ear should say, because I am not an eye, I am not of the body, is it therefore not of the body? If the whole body were an eye, where would be the hearing? If the whole were hearing... Where would be the smelling? But now God has set the members, each one of them, in the body just as He pleased. And if they were all one member, where would the body be? But now indeed there are many members, yet one body. The eye cannot say to the hand, I have no need of you. Nor again the head to the feet, I have no need of you. No, much rather, Those members of the body which seem to be weaker are necessary. And those members of the body which we think to be less honorable, on these we bestow greater honor. And our unpresentable parts have greater modesty, but our presentable parts have no need. But God composed the body, having given greater honor to the part which lacks it, that there should be no schism, or schism, depending on how I like to say it, in the body, But that the members should have the same care for one another. And if one member suffers, all the members suffer with it. And if one member is honored, all the members rejoice with it. Now you are the body of Christ and members individually. Do you see that? Our family is gloriously diverse. As a family, we all have different giftings. And the reality is, is that... Oftentimes, the biggest issue we have within the family of God, the body of Christ, is that people with different set of giftings don't appreciate that somebody's different.
0: Jesus is real. Today, Pastor Daniel shared with us that God didn't just save us as individuals. There's something larger than ourselves, and it's the family of God. When you accept Christ as your Lord, you're given the right and the authority to be called children of God. That means entering into a community of believers. No matter who you are or where you're from, you are welcome into the family of God. It's not about you, it's about what Jesus has done. Hey everybody, Pastor Daniel here. I realize that there are many of you You're not a born-again follower of Jesus. You've never put your faith
1: and trust in Jesus, but as you've been listening, you've been saying to yourself, I want to begin to follow Jesus. I want to help you do that right now. We're going to pray a simple prayer that just acknowledges who Jesus is in your life. Pray this prayer with me. Say, Jesus, I'm giving you my life. Thank you for saving me. I believe in you, your life, your death on the cross, and your resurrection. Forgive me of my sins. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. And I ask it in Jesus' name amen for those of you who just received jesus as your personal lord and savior i'm so excited for you i want to help you take your next steps with him so pull out your mobile phone text the word saved to 51400. s-a-v-e-d to 51400
0: and my team will get in touch with you we want to get some more resources in your hands to help you on this journey join us again here on jesus is real radio when pastor daniel will remind us god chose you When you think to yourself that you've messed up too much to be a child of God, remember this. God looked down at your mess and he chose you to be his family. You'll learn that the family of God is gloriously diverse. It's made up of all different kinds of people in all different walks of life. And God designed it that way on purpose. We wish we had more time today, but we will have to pick up where we left off next time as Pastor Daniel continues teaching through this series called Because Jesus is Real. That's next time on Jesus is Real Radio.